This is Boz from Comment, the voice of the non-select, coming back at you. I like to thank uh, the people that I've listened to over the years. People I forgot last time. That's Coach Greg Adams out of California and Mr. Dr. Roger Allen Curry. There's a brother that I have been listening to for a couple of years that more than likely coined this term select and non-select. I to give another big shout out to the master teacher, Rom Wills out in Maryland. I'm headed to work today here in the state of Indiana and the governor will be ordering a lockdown at four o'clock. Never in the history have I seen a free society do the, the things that they're doing as far as a lockdown. I know back in college, I used to be a follower of Malcolm X, and I'll never forget his quote. History is best qualified to reward our research. So you mean to tell me all the stuff you talk about the United States of America leading, doing all these great things during World War II, during the Civil Rights Movement, etc., and you cannot defeat a virus. For goodness sake, this present administration was talking about a space fleet for crying out loud. So you mean to tell me in a free society we cannot defeat these things so we sit around here and lock down everything out of fear? Okay, now that I've said that, now that I've gotten that out of the way. All right. I'm going to talk to you basically about why I feel like I'm non-select. I know in the manosphere there's a supposedly a term going out and some somewhat of a quasi-war between the select and non-select. Select, of course, I uh, don't want to beat a dead horse, are the men that, you know, society or women deem as the ones worthy of validation. The ones with the money, the looks, etc. And the non-select are basically the ones that uh, basically having been given the physical attributes of society are basically looked down as secondary citizens. Okay. The reason I feel like I'm the voice of the non-select is because it's all about an attitude. It's how I view myself. Um, a lot of uh, people would say it's how a man goes out about his life. That is so true. I think that's the, that's the truest statement you can you can uh, make. And the biggest thing about that is the whole is how you basically take on fear. Fear is the basic basic downfall of a non-select man. Now I want to reiterate: being non-select doesn't mean that okay, I'm crying, that uh, uh, it's a boo-hoo moment. You castigated yourself to being a beta male to the grave. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that fear is one of the most paralytic things that that person who been deemed non-select. I mean non-select in the sense that how a person views themselves. Basically, they've given up on society. They don't feel like they have the juice uh, to live out their life's passions or dreams as, as men. So that's what I basically that I'm talking about here. You know, I live in a Midwestern town. I had a pretty good upbringing. Um, my dad died at an early age when I was 12. 
so my mother took over the helms, and she did a pretty good job. <laughs> uh, I kid her from time to time because she was uh, uh, the, the vanguard of the family. The, she was a Medea before the Med- Tyler Perry had that copyright of being Medea. So she kept me a lot out of the streets there in the inner city. And to some people nowadays, that could be a bad thing because, um, you know, one of the things about non-select men, they don't have that alpha maleness or that street savvy. Nevertheless, I'm going to talk about fear. And Ron Wills brought this out uh, 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 big time, especially when we're living in this crisis right now um, with the virus going on in the United States. And most of the people, especially governments, kind of state governments anyway, are kind of overreacting on this issue. When I say non-select again, I don't mean putting a death sentence on men. It is true. It is real. It's a term that I didn't coin up. It's a, term, it's a term that how people separate the wheat from the shaft as far as who they deem as leaders and who they deem as alpha males and who they deem as betas. This is not a term that, that I came up with. Especially, uh, it's a subconscious or direct or indirect statement. I didn't choose this life. I guess it chose me, in a sense. You know, so... My point is that those men who feel the same way, you feel like the non-select is not a death sentence. We don't want to sit around and cry to society or to women and suggest that we're going to be, you know, in this state, whether we're at our jobs and our relationships, stuck in social mediocrity. That's not what we're, what we're, what we're trying to do here. That's not what I'm trying to do. Because... Before last week, I didn't think I'd be up here in this podcast even talking about things like this. So we want to get out of the notion of this war between select and non-select. The whole point, the whole goal, if if possible, is to bring the non-select and select together and become sovereign men. And what does that mean? Sovereign men as far as living out your life passions without fear. I have it. I think that's one of the biggest walls that I've ever faced in my life is the whole concept of fear. Fear has been around me for a long time. Whether it's been high school, whether it's been in college, I didn't feel like I, I, I gave enough effort. I know there's a lot of men out there that feel the same way. If you just look, if you feel like you haven't achieved anything in life, you have feel like you're, you're, you're not sovereign because as men, we want to feel sovereign. And that could be whatever passion that you the, 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 that you may take in life. Um, this is a this is a we can basically write an edict for ourselves, you know. And it may take a long time, it may take another hundred years, but at least we have to try. It's better than not trying. So I don't want to get into this this whole thing in the manosphere that there's a there's a war and that you know select non-select excuse me people as far as men are concerned are crying boo-hoo into society because let's face it all right i think i remember les brown saying it before you know 80 percent of the people don't care about your problems especially men and the 20 percent that do thank god it's not them you know, so that's the, that's the way it, you, you, you should look at it. This is a personal empowerment type of thing 
where we're able as men to keep moving forward and become the non-select. Isn't that a great achievement to, to come by? Wouldn't it be a great achievement to be in the manosphere where we don't have this thing between select and non-select men and that non-select is not a death sentence, it's a growth pattern, it's a growth pattern in the future? I think it would be. I think it'd be a fantastic idea if we can do that. So I don't want to get into this, you know, notion, especially nowadays, of, oh, look at you. You're always crying about this. You try, you know, why don't you do something for yourself? For the most part, I know that already. It took me a while, but I know that already. I sit around here and let fear dictate itself to me. I let life dictate itself to me and what it has produced. A job that I don't want to be in. Relationships, for the most part, that I didn't see uh, uh, turning sour. That's what life dictated to me when I sat around and did nothing to become a sovereign man. That that has nothing to do with select or non-select. That has to do with life. And let me be perfectly clear on another, another note as well. Not everyone can be extremely successful. But it's worth a shot, right? It's worth a shot to say, hey, life, I'm going to look you dead in your face and I'm going to say, look, you're not going to beat me down. As men, can't we say that? You're not going to beat me down. I dictate and I'm a sovereign being. Especially those people that have been labeled non-select. Okay? Like myself and others. And like I said, you know, that term... Eventually, the, the goal is where that term disappears from the face of history. So, but we're, we're the majority. We're give, we give society its fodder. We give society its work ethic. And of course, unfortunately, I have to say this too. We give women all, all the validation they need on social media throughout life too. Wouldn't it be empowering instead of worrying ourselves to death about how people view us? That we have passions and goals that we can achieve, all of them, if not most of them, and become sovereign human beings as males, and then wipe that whole non-select and select uh, word off off the table. Wouldn't that be a fantastic thing? So I just wanted to be clear about certain things as I try to develop this podcast, as I try to develop my thoughts, and. Most people have come to me and said, what kind of audience are you trying to target? Well, any audience, especially men, that want to hear it. You know, I don't have an answer. I can't say that I'm targeting this or that. I'm talking and targeting people, whoever would listen. Uh, Males in general, black males in particular, like myself. That's who I'm targeting. So I'd like to thank you for listening to my rant. As always, I'll catch you with another one. Peace.